Hey friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Kay Taylor, and I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. It might feel like your first time because it's been a while since we put out an episode, but uh, we'll get into that at the end of the episode. But I just wanted to say this is some sensitive content, uh, something that a lot of people struggle with. And so if you got little ears that are around that like to listen along with you, might be a good time to maybe uh, listen to this a little later. Um, but the series is called Rescue, and so I wanted to uh, just show the, through other people's stories how God wants to rescue you. Um, he loves you, and He wants relationship with you. So I'm going to introduce you to my special friend today. Let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Katie Taylor, and I'm so glad you're here. And like I said in the intro, we are doing... Uh, a series on rescue and I wanted to bring on a special friend today and I'm going to let him introduce himself but with the idea of rescue I think this is an awesome opportunity to share your story and so uh, you can say hello to the people however you want to say hello and and we'll just get going. Hey guys my name is Daniel thank you for having me. Absolutely yeah I've known you for a few years now tell them tell us or tell our listeners a little bit about yourself whatever you're willing to share is okay. I'm 20. I'm about to go, about to start school, but uh, the EMT program. Awesome. Um, I'm currently working in a hospital in the ER, trying to help people and um, be able to spread the gospel of people. Mm-hmm. And I seriously feel like the Lord is leading me in the medical field to help people and to spread his kingdom. That's awesome. How did you start to have a desire to do that? Uh, it was actually you. Uh, when I first met you in the, uh, in the hospital, I like, this person is just really amazing, and it's just, it was really encouraging to see you uh, share your faith to me, um, especially in the medical field, where a lot of people are not believers. Right. Um, and I just had that desire and encouragement to you know, like, go pursue the medical field, and I seriously feel like the Lord is leading me in that medical field now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So you said um, we met in the hospital, which we did, and whatever you're comfortable sharing about that, and I want you to share, but I think it is a, an amazing testimony. So what led you uh, to come into the hospital? Um, I was 15. I was dealing with some serious mental health issues. Um, I had thoughts of harming myself, and I tried going through that. But my mom stopped me, and she brought me to the hospital, to the ER. Um, in the ER, they were just telling me, since you're a uh, pediatric patient, that we just want to keep you for a couple of days and then send you to a facility. Um when I was down in the ER, I was just so broken mm-hmm. mentally, physically. Um, and I just, and part of me wish I didn't come and just, just wanted to done something else. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I didn't go through my plans. Yeah. Um, especially what the Lord is doing for my life now. He really like, re- in a sense, rescued you. Your mom found you. Were you um, a Christian at the time, believer, active in church or anything? I was not active in church. Um uh, Growing up as a kid, I was active in church, saying I was a quote-unquote Christian. But in reality, I did not have a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I just was going to the you know the youth group at my old church and saying you know saying I was a Christian, singing worship, but not reality. In reality, I was not living for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was here in Dothan, I tried going to a different couple of churches, and nothing stuck. So I'm like, I'm you know I'm not gonna live for I'm just gonna live for myself. Yeah, and I was just dealing with some serious mental health issues. Yeah. So you came in and they admitted you. So that's how I met you. You came to the unit I was working in 
And I think I was, I was assigned your, to be your nurse, but I think I had one other patient. Um, I remember your mom being there and she was really emotional, obviously with everything. Nobody wants their kids to be going through all that, you know? Yeah. Looking back on it, I realized how much that would have hurt my family and my friends at that time if I would have taken my life. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, I didn't share with you, but so suicidal patients were always hard for me because I and I got frustrated with it because I knew that they were, as a nurse, I know that there are sick patients that need, you know, life support or medication. It, but in a sense, what I realized when I was talking to you and taking care of you that day was you needed life support. When, when in the conversation that we were sharing, you just needed it in a different way. You needed the life support from the <laughs> Lord. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but so I just, I don't know. I think at the time the Lord had really been working on my heart and softened it to be able to um, be sensitive to your situation, to your family. You were 15, you know, like, you had your whole life. You were, I got you to talk about the things that you wanted to do in life. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just building that friendship, um, even then. And you cried, I cried. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that or not. I do. I, um, I remember it. I still remember it to this day. You mean like walking around the hallways, just talking. Yeah. Uh, whenever you had free time to be able to just take me out, out of the unit for a little bit and just walk with me and just yeah. talk to me about what I wanted to do with my life. What do you think is a reason why um, that was such a big issue for you at that time in your life? And how have you dealt with it since? I think I was just everything that was going on at that time, I was like, I was like really confused. I was really anxious. I was like mad at myself. Um, and I was just not, and I was like in a really dark place yeah. at that time. Um, now with me, you know, following the Lord and accepting Jesus Christ as my true Lord and Savior, I'm like, I'm still, he broke those chains from me, from me, yeah, and brought me into a new life, a new, um, and it's given me so much that I'm like, just can't express it. Yeah, I think that definitely I see so much change in you. And what was weird is um, when not my shift ended that night, you were gonna have to stay, and then at the last minute we found out you were gonna be able to go somewhere. And it's like the Lord just kept impressing on me. You need to pray with him. And I'm thinking, this kid's going to think I'm weird. Like, <laughs> uh, do you remember thinking like anything about me asking to pray with you or anything? Or I was like, at that moment, I'm like, I want, I didn't mind it. I'm like, I'll just accept it. You know, if it, I don't know how, what she was going to say, but I'm like, you know what? I have nothing else to lose. Yeah. And I, you know, because we built that, that friendship and that bond, I thought, you know, even so many shifts afterwards, I, you had come back to visit and I was off or something and, and out of town or something. But I always wondered what happened to you. We had a chance encounter here at church. Yeah, it was a Tuesday night. I was having, I was in the young adults because um, I came back to Christ my senior year in high school. I was near like two months before I graduated high school and I've been trying to live for the Lord. Yeah. And just, just so to give to end my life to him every single day. Yeah. Um, and it was about a couple of months after that when I bumped into you here at the church. Yeah. That was amazing. I, I couldn't believe you were standing in front of me because I don't know. It was like the Lord was, I don't know, either bringing to mind 
you specifically. And I always thought, what happened to him? You know, like we had built such a friendship and I, I knew how um, hurt you were. And, and my mind just kept going to that time that I took care of you. But I really just wanted to know how you were doing. Yeah. And I wanted to know you were okay, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's not every time, every patient, you know, there's now being in the medical field that we get to see those moments. You don't know what happens when sometimes when people leave the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so to see you and you had the biggest grin on your face <laughs> and I just started crying <laughs> and uh, hugged you and couldn't help but like weep because I was so excited to see you and see you know, how God had changed your heart and brought you to church. And you were telling me some of the things that God was teaching you. What were, what are some things that God did teach you through that time? I think he, he's given me so much strength and confidence in myself, um, especially to go talk to people, especially at that time. Um, and I mean, it's been about what, two years since then. Mm -hmm. And at that time I was still somewhat a new believer, but I was starting to be confident, not to, and to not be scared to, to talk to people yeah and he's just he's always was giving me encouragement yeah yeah what would you if for somebody that's going through the same thing that you went through then what are some things that you would encourage them with some truth that you would give them to open up to to not keep it all bundled up or to like sweep it under the rug because it is going to pile up yeah until it's like a breaking point where it's just you're cracking at the seams and if you have someone that you can that you seriously trust, I, I suggest going going to that person and talking to them yeah. and getting help. Yeah. Any verses or anything that God has shown you in his word that encouraged you or things he's really shown you lately? He's been revealing a lot to me these last couple of weeks. Um, I've been going to a another church um, with some friends that I met um, at the hospital actually. Um and since I've been going, he's been revealing so much to me. And I'm currently going through a, a discipleship process. And it's just really encouraging. And especially I'm seriously trying to dive into scripture and dive into, you know, being able to spread the gospel and have the the confidence to go to speak to these people yeah. and to be led to these people who seriously need help. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything else that you want to share um, about that time or about what God is teaching you? At that time, I was just a freshman in high school. I was like, so just keeping to myself, getting bullied, and just not just keeping it to myself. Um, to the point where, like I had thoughts, that I just wanted to end it all, get away from like I don't want to deal with it anymore. But I'm so like, glad that God, you know, stopped me. My mom found me, and she she got me help I needed, and then that's how I ran into you. Yeah. And, the, and the way God reveals things and how his timing and planning is so perfect. It's just like, how can I not talk about it? Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, uh, it reminds me of that scripture in Psalm and I can't think of exactly where it is. If I find it, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. But um, where David was like, where can I go, Lord? You're there. Like if I go up to the mountains, you're there. If I'm mm -hmm. in the valleys, you're there. You know, you're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I've come to realize, you know, everything happens for a purpose. Um, because a couple weeks ago, uh, about three or four weeks ago, I just went on a retreat with my young adult group here at, at uh, Harvest. Um, 
And literally two days later, he places this person in my life. Her name's Sarah. And just to see how encouraging she is to me, just how strong she is in her faith and that she's not afraid to share her the gospel and talk to people about it. It's just yeah. like, who is this person? Yeah, yeah. We need more boldness. And, and God definitely can use any traumatic thing um, in our life or any circumstance that we've had, the worst of the things, you know, to to use it to testify to his goodness and his faithfulness and his love mm-hmm. so that others can see that, that authenticity um, when we're in Christ of how he's changed our life. And you sharing your story today is going to encourage somebody out there. I, I know it will because so many people struggle with thoughts of harm in their self, which is demonic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the enemy trying to, when is he trying to have a grasp on you and saying that you're not meant for this world, mm-hmm. but in reality you are. Yeah. I think now, especially these last couple of years into, um, in me, in me walking with the Lord, it's just the things he does for us. He has, there's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you can be mad at him or like questioning why, you know, like how Moses questioned God, um, like why me why not someone else to free my people right you know he takes us you know even though we not, might not seem like we are not capable of it reality we are through him right he gives us the strength he gives us the courage and boldness to go out and do these amazing feats and does it and he he does it because he knows we are capable yeah even when we don't think we are capable we are through him you just need a willing heart a willing spirit everything that we do there's a purpose behind it and we must be open and be willing to not do it on our own that we can you know just be an open vessel and exist and just have the lord lead us yeah through a, any type of situation yeah um and i believe that you know every day is a constant surrender and that he has that we should not give our like the key to our hearts to anyone it's his it's his heart it's our body it's like his house like we can't just let anyone in it yeah he has full reign over us yeah and just knowing that what he does with us is so amazing like why not give him the key to your heart right yeah love god love others and live a life not about me yeah awesome Friends, I'm so thankful to Daniel for sharing his story. So, so grateful to the Lord for the work that he's done in Daniel's life, uh, for allowing me to be there that day and to have that interaction with him. It wasn't me by any means. Um, It was strictly uh, just speaking truth to him in a moment of weakness and uh, when the enemy tried to really beat him down. And, And you guys, and we all have the same mission. We're all supposed to reach out and be rescuing others. And that's the point of this whole series is to rescue as many people as we can uh, from the enemy. I'm sure like many of you, I have friends and family that have exhibited self-harm or have actually come, gone through with self-harm. And so I want to rescue as many people as we can through this. So I'm praying you'll join me in that and being sensitive through the Holy Spirit to reach out to those around you and make sure uh, that we love on them and and share that love of Jesus. Again, I uh, just wanted to share that I'm, I'm grateful to be back. Unintentionally took some time off uh, just with life changes and things like that. So um, again, we're going to be going through some 
tough topics through this series of rescue. And I'm, I'm praying you'll go along with me and be willing to go out and rescue others as well. So we want to learn together how to love God and love our neighbor and live a life not about me.